Reporting. We are live. Hey, good afternoon, John. Howard, good to see you. Semi well. Yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm recovering from a pulled back, a, a lower back issue that has got me sort of a little messed up. You know, that's something we should talk about at some point is chronic pain. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't become chronic. But or right at least now, pain, dealing pain. with pain. You know, yeah, that, as that, we get older, yeah. these things start to happen. You, you've had your issues this year. Oh, well, yeah, last for year sure. Well. Yeah, and I, you know, it'd be an interesting uh, episode. But we're not talking about that today. No, no. We are talking about what? We are talking about decision-making. Decision-making. What is that? How we what make that decisions. Even, what, like, what, what does that even mean? I mean, obviously, that's, yeah, you know, I think we, we talk about just keeping this broad necessarily, but, you know, not decisions necessarily in business or anything like that. Right. Um, but it could be. Uh, but I think the general process of making decisions. And you said something really interesting last night. You said you thought you were really good at making decisions before, but now you're terrible at it. Yeah. And then I thought about that in the shower today where I do some of my thinking. And I thought, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I'm okay at decisions. And maybe, maybe well, it's well, not as well, bad as well, I what, thought. But what made you think that last night? Last night, I was... <laughs> last night, I was... Uh, I was probably thinking about my injury and uh, my and how it's got me a little bit laid up and how I you know decided to deadlift probably more than I should have that day and oh is that so was it from a deadlift that you hurt your from, back it was from a series of deadlifts that I was doing in a workout a crossfit workout and uh you know old, a, Howard you can't be doing that kind of stuff you can't be lifting up that much weight you might dude, break yourself you know but that's not true though I don't agree no with that, yes uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, it's all about form and I sacrificed technique. form and technique yeah. for, uh, speed and, uh, weight and, weight, you know, yeah. and, 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 and you made a young man's mistake. I made the young man's mistake, <laughs> which made me feel young for about a minute, but then, uh, yeah, it no, was, it makes uh, you feel so older. So anyway, it, you so, know, yeah, but so I was that. questioning, but that decision to do that decision to like, you, you make decisions all the time, all the time, all the time. Yeah. But, but I, I, and a lot of times I know I'm making a bad decision. You I do. know. I, yeah. So you knew that when you're deadlifting, you I knew you're making it. I knew it was too heavy. Why? Like what was, so what, so what made you go ahead with it? If you knew uh, at that time. Yeah, I don't, I, well, I'm, I think it has, cause I do this a lot. Uh, I think it has, it's, I'm competitive. Ah, uh, I'm competitive and I don't like to, uh, I don't like to, um, like if, if I, I like to, like, I'm, I'm not like a top athlete by any means, but I do like to kind of look around and make sure that I'm kind of like, you know, You're at, par. at the level of everyone. The problem is that the, everyone else is half my age. So, <laughs> so you should be doing half as much. So now, now, now looking at it, I'm just kidding about that. But I think that, so your ego or, you know, maybe pride yeah gets in the way which maybe some people would call lizard brain but i'm not sure if that's a part of lizard brain it's it's maybe just part of the uh the, the... i think it probably is part of that you know stuff is not compartmentalized i think i think you're right i think there is something deep down that you're competitive we all you know everyone wants to win that's the way we're wired i believe and uh but um the truth is it's it's something that i it's it's a it's very easy to make a decision to, in this case, to lift more weight than I should for that particular workout, and um, which was a very involved workout. And then I, I, I knew that when I got to the second round of doing the same thing, I knew that, that something had happened. So I lowered you did. the weight. I did. So I you knew. felt something. And you yeah. I felt two changed. things. I felt pain and regret. <laughs> and that was the decision. <laughs> so basically pain. You felt pain, pain. physical pain. pain and emotional pain. And you know, it's like, you know, when you make a decision, I'm sure you've experienced, our listeners experience this, you, you make a decision and, and you, and, and it's a, it's a bad decision. And as soon as you realize it's a bad decision, it's too late. You wish that you could roll back the yeah, calendar. Sure, clock. Sure. You wish you could just go back and say, undo that. And that was one of those things. And this has been going on for over a month now. I've been feeling this, you know, weird lower back issue, which is goes down to my leg and all that. And, you know, uh, I mean, it's uh, serious. Like you can, like you can, you, you have a hard time walking now, right? 
Like it's uh, yeah, walking walk. my my uh, my walk is and our walks. Uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't do that as well. And uh, it's uncomfortable. My foot goes numb. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting some uh, getting help with that. Uh, you know, medical help with that. And I think it, it's going to be fine. It's a temporary situation. It's not. You know, it's but still, like, it's frustrating. I mean, it's it, frustrating. It, yeah, it's frustrating. Sure. And it was and and so. But that, you're not just so, frustrated at the the what's the aftermath. You're I'm frustrated, frustrated yourself. myself for having made that little decision, just tiny little decision. And and you think about all the decisions we make throughout the day, and you know most of them are inconsequential, most of them. Um, but what's interesting, I want to jump right into this because it's kind oh. of fresh in my mind. Yeah, it's get in about decisions. It's that you know, I I I do spend some time of my life talking to business owners about their processes. Yeah. And one of the things that I like to tell them, and I, I need to take this advice myself, we all need to, is that most decisions, most decisions don't need like sort of this executive process where you're picking between one or the two and you don't know what they're, you know, most, most decisions are, should be informed by data or by common sense. Or and 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 that's that's where I get tripped up. That's where I think I think lots of people get tripped. tripped what do you up. mean by that? I mean it needs to be uh, you know because a lot of people say that, and mm -hmm. I think a lot. Of, but the problem is I think a lot of people don't quite know what I mean. So what when you say that, uh, or what what the the speaker who says it mm -hmm. knows we we don't know what they mean. So what when you say it needs to be informed by data, like what does that mean? What, what does that look like in in like a practical? example that you just you you're you have right uh yeah well in, in my case the the weightlifting i i i should have known that that weight for the the, the that particular workout was too much i knew that i, I should How did I you know that, that though because, because i knew that because i i have experience i know that uh i know i know that it's cold out that um the gym is cold that you know i wasn't fully warmed up yet um Got it. I so it was in the beginning. It was in the beginning of your workout, mm -hmm. and you yeah. hadn't warmed up as much, and right. you don't, and you don't usually. And it, it was a, a much higher weight than you're used to in general. So yeah. starting off with that was not a good idea. So exactly. That, you had and that data point. I had the data, and I ignored it. Got it. I ignored it, or I put it aside, or I thought. And and, and the problem is that so often I do put that type of data aside, and it's fine. Why? Why do you, you know? do that? I think that's in a sense that's kind of. It, it's gonna sound a little silly, maybe, but it's kind of maybe a way of growing. You know, that's maybe the way you grow as you you do push the bounds. So pushing the bounds versus ignoring what's the difference? You know, when it works out, I push the bounds. When it didn't work out, I ignored the data, and that's you know, and that's and and so I when it works I, when, out, yeah. So before I did the lift, I was pushing the bounds, and I was like, oh, I'm awesome. Yeah. And then I'm in pain. I'm regretting this moment. Yeah, we, we talked about anxiety last time. Last yeah. week, you know, we talked about anxiety, and that's uh, you're living in the future. And and uh, decision making, where our fear is regret, <laughs> and regretting that decision, and that's yeah. living in the past. Yeah. And, uh, and so I do spend a fair amount of time wishing. And 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 I think you caught me. So to answer your question back from the years ago <laughs> at the beginning of the <laughs> podcast, you you know, I I was having regret about my decision to do that. But I was living in that. I was just living in that space, and I thought, "Oh, I'm a terrible decision maker. I'm, I'm, I'm the, everything that's bad that I feel right now is yeah. the result of that momentary so decision where it could have been pushing the bounds, but now it turned pivoted to, you know, regret." Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you said that you do this often. What does that mean? Well, John, I think we all do it. We all do it often. We, you know, to think about the number of decisions we make throughout the day that are you know, um, from crossing the street, um, thinking that, uh, you know, maybe, maybe crossing when the light is red, when we're just kind of, the, we don't, you know, try making that eye contact with those other drivers, you know, all these things that we do, they're like, well, what, what does that mean? You know, and, sure. you know, and, you know, the, 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 the assumptions that we make and, and the problem is most of the time it goes fine. Most of the time it goes well. And we don't think of those as decisions. Yeah. We just move on and, you know, but, you know, we have these, um, these moments where it doesn't go well, and 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 I do question my decision making processes often lately, yeah. um, uh, and I, you know they can be as small as you know you make a purchase. You know, are you a good decision maker? Well, what's your Amazon.com 
return rate you know what's the what's the you know what's the you know how how like how happy are you with your last 10 purchases how happy are you with your last 10 experiences what you you know you know i i or did they live up to your expectations that you know, would you do that again uh, you know is there is there regret is there buyer's remorse or is there seller's remorse whatever the what what is. is a good decision like what what does what does a good decision even mean um, you know, um, we've yeah. kind of skipped over that, but I, I, I wonder, uh, in general, like if we're going to try to keep this as general as possible, mm-hmm. what, what, how would you define a good decision? We're not even talking about the best decision, a great decision, just a good decision. Yeah, that's a good question. Cause you know, a good decision, a good, uh, the best decisions are the ones where you imagine before you make the decision, you are imagining potential outcomes given the different choices that you have and you make a choice and it 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 lives up to your positive expectation of what well, that could be a bad decision though because some people have imaginations of what it's going to be and they get there and they realize this sucks well yeah well that would be a bad decision it didn't work out well you know we want well, to bad idea. we make most of the decisions we make or we, we want to feel a certain way you know we want yeah, to yeah, feel yeah. a certain way. every decision we want to you know i want to you know i'm hungry i want to you know i'm what's going to make me feel the best way you know i'm thirsty what's going to make you know well you know and and but is that the criteria for a a, a, a good decision is how it's going to make, if it's, it's going to make me feel good? Because what if, what if, what, what, what if something that makes me feel good makes somebody else feel badly? Well, then I'll, I guess that would make you feel badly. I mean, you know, I, 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 I look at, you know, what, why do we do anything? Why do we make, why do we do anything? No, it's no, I, I, we can, yeah, good, we, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it's painful to, you know, discipline your children, but you have to do it. Does it make you feel good? I, I, in the long run, it's a long-term, yes, I feel good because I have, you know, I've, you know. Helped, but so few people make long-term decisions. They, we often make short-term decisions thinking that we're making long-term decisions, but really we're looking for the short-term, short-term, but we would rather give our kid a phone to, you know, get them to be quiet then mm-hmm. actually do the work to get them to learn how to be more disciplined themselves so they can quiet themselves or be uh, become whatever, you know, playing with a toy or learning how to read or mm-hmm. whatever it is. I, that's what I find at least. So that's what the statistics seems to say is that we, yeah. we, we turn, we, we typically uh, lean towards short-term decision-making than long-term. So, so if that's the case, mm-hmm. you know, um, then it sounds like most of us, many of us, at least all of us, uh, make bad decisions sometimes. Um, yeah. And and but the question is, is, we say bad decisions, but what does that even mean? Or or at least you know the inverse. What's a good decision? Uh, you know, because I I, I think that it, obviously it's contextualized. Um, so what's the outcome? Of- it's what what is the outcome that you're you're imagining? What what is going when when you hand uh, your child uh, your son a, uh, a an iPad? Because you and Rachel are, you know, having dinner and you, you want to enjoy your dinner. What I imagine that's often the case, you know, that, from my observations with people with children. Uh, you know, what what is it, what are you trying? What are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to are you trying to develop a child's mind, or are you trying to have uh, build your relationship with your partner? Sure. That's that. Those are the you know what's you know obviously at that moment, you know. Uh, the, you're assessing the damage that could be done to your relationship. You're assessing, okay, you're saying, well, my relationship with Rachel is going to be worse than, you know, Blaze's, you know, intellectual development. So I'm going, you know, because of this decision that I'm making to give him the iPad and I'm I'm going to, so, so you're making a trade-off. Yeah. You know, and, and there's opportunity cost here, you know, but maybe the dinner table isn't the best place to, you know, engage your child all the time, um, particularly when you're having a conversation with your partner. I, I don't, I don't, so I don't know, maybe I am a terrible decision maker, but. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just what, saying, what I, you, I th- you know, you sacrifice, you, you're making sacrifices. You're, 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 you're closing doors. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm just, my point is, like, is talking about what, defining what a good decision is, is that I think it's interesting that, all of us have this idea of what a good decision is, yeah. but then when it comes down to really crunching out that definition, I bet mm-hmm. you most of us can't actually define it. Uh, we, we, we have this because it, it, because I think we just haven't spent the time to actually, you know, create a yeah. paradigm 
for what a good decision really is. And of course it does. I would say it's, it's you know, depending on what situation, it's, it'll change, of course. But having like some really bullet pointed, simple, concise uh, framework for what a good decision is. I bet you, because I, I started asking my, I'm, when I'm asking you, I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. asking, I'm, I'm thinking, what, what is my definition of good, good decision? You know, like, right. so the, that's the, that's the thing is that we, we are all carrying around in us this amorphous idea of what a good decision is. And, and the, the, the thing, the problem I think is, is that oftentimes when we have an outcome that goes poorly, we immediately attribute it to a bad decision. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true because sometimes some of the some of the bad things that have happened in my life life often led later to something much better that I would have never expected. Ah, so right because the decision is isn't just in it, it isn't it, it's it's the butterfly effect. You know, yes. you have this you know a decision has many many different yes. consequences, uh, very few of which are intended. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know, and so. Uh, you're right. It, it does create opportunities. It closes doors. It opens doors. Yeah. Um, even your, small ones. Your yeah. pain could actually help you realize, wow, you know, I'm so grateful for my ability to have movement. Yeah. Uh, you know, once it comes back like that, that when I struggled with chronic pain for over a decade, I mean, I, it really formed my thinking was like, you know, it could be a lot worse. Um, you know, yeah. or, or I, uh, you know, thank God now I don't really have that chronic pain. And I do remember it's, it scarred me very deeply. And now I'm like, wow, I, I live without pain. There are other things that of course mm-hmm. uh, we have difficulties with, but yeah, I mean, it's amazing. It's, it feels amazing. So, you know, I, again, what's a bad decision? Because I used to beat myself up about, you know, whatever, because mine was based off uh, an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why was I such an idiot? Why did I do that? This, that, and the other. So thing? you like, did some, did you do something yeah. specifically and injured yeah, yeah, yeah. your ankle? Yeah. You're, and why didn't I then, go to the doctor? Because I thought it was then a sprain. For, right. And then for, did, was it a fracture? Was it some? It was actually some, a fracture instead of a sprain. A and I was like, oh, I didn't go to and, the doctor. And, and was, you lived with pain for how long? Over, a, I mean, two, probably two decades. 20 years. Probably 20 years. That's yeah. Like most of my life. Half your half life. Half my life. Right. Yeah. Half my life. That you, at that time, that you, you experienced that for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it's a considerable amount of time and, and it's still in some sense affects my body now. Uh, but, but, um, and I, I've, I'm done, I, but I don't really beat myself up, up over it anymore, mm-hmm. but I remember when I did and, um, and I would have said, wow, what a terrible decision. But now I look back, I go, you know, I think it really shaped and formed me into becoming a, a better person. I think, you know, if I'm going to use my own religious language, like God used it to, to uh, shape me into a better person mm-hmm. uh, through pain. Mm-hmm. And it's often, you know, it's not through good times we become better people, it's through bad times. So right. the question now is, is that, was that a bad decision? I, I still would frame it as a bad decision. I should, I should have, I should have gone to the doctor. You wouldn't, right. You, you, you would have gone, to, had you do it again, you wouldn't be looking for yeah. more enlightenment and hurt the other yeah. ankle. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's not, I'm yeah. not going to take a sledgehammer to my other ankle. Right. Because that's not for you as, no. you know, as a man of faith, you, you know, you, you, you don't, you don't take on that, you know, that role. That's or any God's human role. being, right. any human right. being shouldn't want, want to do heart, you know, do self harm like especially breaking your own ankle right don't don't pound yourself with a hammer because you want enlightenment it's <laughs> exactly <laughs> but right. so just you know just thinking about that kind of stuff like you know what does it mean to be to make a bad decision you know i i mm-hmm. think that yes outcome is a, a portion of that um you know or, or making a good decision outcome is a part of that uh, but then uh, there's also the the equation of like you know what does it mean for outcome for not just myself but for others, yeah. Um, and then also you know is there an intended goal? But then even behind that, is that intended goal a good goal? Like there's like the question behind the question. So you know you think about the first decision that the first big decision that you made in your well I, I will speak for myself. The first yeah. big decision I made yeah. in my life was uh, what what college to go to. Yeah, it was a huge decision. Huge decision. Yeah, and, world shift. And and it's a universal decision for you know people of of sort of of, of our generation and yeah. you know in, in our cohort. I think it's you know common. We, you know, why 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 there's thousands of colleges and and then it's not just college. You don't have to go to college. You go to the military. You can go get a job. You can yeah. you know whatever. Yeah. And um, and, and how, did, how did you make that decision? Hot. 
so I'm I, so I'm thinking about this, and I, I I'll tell you, it was a crazy story. I I I made this. My dad asked me where I wanted to go to college, and the the maybe the week before I was in psychology class in high school, my senior yeah. year, and um, it was the beginning of my senior year, and we were watching uh, Brave New World. Ah. The, well, the movie Brave New World, yeah, yeah. we were watching as a class, and it's Aldous Huxley. And uh, it's kind of a dystopian story. And there's a character named John Savage. And at the end, he's banished right. from name. the, you know, the right, great name is banished. And uh, and they ask him where he wants to go for his punishment and to be banished. And he said, someplace bleak. <laughs> and I said to my dad, I'm no joke. I said, he goes, what do you want to call it? And I said, someplace bleak. <laughs> and I don't know why it just came out of my mouth. And a year later, I was in you know a field in Iowa, and I was uh, and and it was a great experience. But I was there for one year. I went to a little college called Cornell College in Iowa. Oh yeah, yeah, a little one course at a time school. It was a yeah. fine experience. And, and what's interesting is that was a crazy decision to do that because I was completely so, out of my element there. It was a little. So school what made you decide to go there instead of anywhere else? Yeah, well, so the decision, so it started with that. I started getting this idea that it would be kind of romantic to be out in the middle of nowhere, in yeah. my mind, out in the yeah. middle of nowhere, and and that uh, it was cold and bleak and it was really, you know, so so that it, I so wanted that to really, go, that, it, that it really idea did really let you. It, well, it started that it, that throwaway comment that I made to my dad strangely informed it shaped you. It shaped that thought. It, it shaped, or shaped that the idea, thought. yeah. It, it, it did something it had some influence yeah, yeah. and uh, and and it was you know a, a crazy not a crazy decision it was a fine decision i think it really in many ways colleges it doesn't really matter you know <laughs> i mean in the it doesn't things, but it does like it, it doesn't it, but it does it's everything but you don't you know it's like your your peers are very important who yeah who you meet those decisions experiences that you form, had many people meet their spouse it, it, yeah all these things but the truth is that you don't know what that outcome is going to be. No, you so, don't know if you so went if someplace to, else. Right. If I'd gone to Drake or if I'd gone to, you know, I ended up going to Wash U, but, you know, uh, I, I met great people everywhere I ever went. I've met interesting friends and, you know, and, and they've changed my life. Then in the decision to, to, to transfer away from the school, like yeah. within, you know, shortly after. Which is another huge decision. Which, huge decision. Why, did you, why did you decide to do that? And how, how did you make that decision? So this is, uh, it's, boy, uh, all kinds of reasons why, but I'll tell you, I was very shy. I was very, I had a, I had a really nice roommate, but he was going to be, this is a crazy story. He was going to be uh, um, living with his girlfriend. He was had a serious girlfriend and I had plenty of friends. I had lots of, uh, you know, I, I had a girlfriend. I had, I had all kinds of great social connections, but honestly, what happened was I was, a f this is crazy. I was afraid to ask someone to be my roommate. I was, I was shy and I was afraid of rejection and that played into it. It's so all of this, this, this fear, it's not really about a it, I guess it's about decisions, but it, the decision was based on a fear of sort of fear of being rejected by, a, yeah, it was a, it, it it was kind of, uh, it was, it was, it's not, not a great moment in my development, not a great moment, but I'm sure people can relate to that. Oh yeah. So, I had, so, so. it was a, it was a social anxiety and it felt like I could, uh, and, and I, I was thriving at the school. I was doing quite well actually. And, but it was, it was just a, the moment of what, where, where I was going to live next year and who I was going to live with. It was overwhelming. And it just was so easy just to kind of pull that release valve and eject from the, uh, from that experience. So to talk about that, like, you know, kind of, uh, unpack that release valve and your thought process to it. Because I, I you know, thinking about that, that about decision-making so mm -hmm. many of us, it's not, sometimes it's, it's not even the decisions already been made yeah. by, because of, of the, the framework from which we work. Yes. Uh, yes. Right? So we I was, I was, I already had a foot out the door. Yes. In my mind. Yes. You, you know, yes. 
So, so, you know, it's like, I, and just would, you know, kind of just uh, get a general statement about that is that I think so many of us operate, we have a, we have an operating system. We have a, a MO modus operandi. We have a way of moving throughout the world. And a lot of times is based off a certain frameworks and emotions that we feel. And yeah. a lot of time, I would say a good majority of us probably is based on fear. Fear is a, a huge, it was always been a huge driver for me as a, yeah. as a you know, a, a, in my personal decision-making and, and it's very easy to frame that. Oh, the school's too small. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. think I need to have, a, you know, a, you know, I, what, whatever, there are a million reasons. Um, the truth is I, I, I made a, I was in a fine school, whether the decision to go to someplace bleak landed me there, it didn't matter. It was, a, it was a fine school. I would get a fine education there. Um, and I had wonderful friends and great connections, but no doubt my fear, my social anxiety kept me from. So that was the reality of what's going on. I, I did, to kind of, kind of jump on what you said earlier. I, I chose to avoid the pain and, uh, and, and went somewhere else. And it was, um, I think it was then the transferring, I think is what, as good as what she was for me. I don't think it was a good decision. Why? I just look at the, all the evidence, like last week we talked about, well, I, that I started having these anxiety attacks. These, this, and we talked about this anxiety. I, you know, I wrote about it in the blog. Uh, I had these anxiety, uh, this anxiety problem that started happening the following year, my sophomore year, right when I had landed at WashU after transferring. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was, and I think maybe that had to do with regret. Maybe that had to do with knowing that, you know, I'd left good friends. I'd, I had a good thing in, in Iowa and I, I, I let it go for fear. Interesting. And now I'm in a new place and I have to reach out to people and make new friends and be, you know, um, what did I trade off? What did I just, you know, I just disrupted a whole lot of, whole lot of what's interesting is that when I made the decision to leave a number of my friends fell in line and made the same decision to leave as well. Really? I think started something that was not positive. And, uh, wow. and there were uh, at least three people who left like one, one close friend decided after I decided to, to leave and then someone else in our group decided and then someone else. And all of a sudden, all the people that I was close with seemed to be leaving and for mm. no good reason. So you feel like you, I mean, we're definitely obviously very social creatures and we're influenced by each other's actions. So you feel like you might've created some kind of chain reaction by your initial, re, um, by your yeah. initial decision. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to discount their own decision-making process, <laughs> but uh, what would have happened had I reached out to all of them and said, let's rent a house. Yeah. It would have been a blast. It would have been a blast. These or... Were- or it could have been terrible. Maybe it could have been terrible. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, uh, whatever, whatever, you know, right. And and great things came. I've met great people at Washington University, and I uh, and much of my existence. I'm sure I would not be sitting here now if I hadn't made that decision. I might yeah. have been sitting in a place much better. <laughs> maybe, maybe, or maybe not. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? You know, I. You know. The, the, the decision that was years and years ago. And I know that I live with that decision and every, just about every decision that follows made me who I am. So how, did you learn from that? Did you, um, as far as like this understanding, because it sounds like you have a very, you, you know, you have a very strong self-awareness and ability to, to face like certain facts or, or even difficult difficult things that someone, I think most people would have to say, say, oh, I made that decision out of, fear. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a really hard thing to face. It's uh, hard. You, you, I, I'm stumbling over that, trying to tell that story and try to be honest about it. Like, yeah. why did I leave? I left because I was afraid to say, will you be my roommate? I was yeah. afraid to do that. And, you know, and, and that fear, maybe you could say, well, that fear opened up opportunities because I went to a Washington University and I met other people and, you know, and I, and these great experiences made me where I am. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. But from that, like, how do you make how do you make decisions now, knowing all that? So obviously there there's other, you know other decisions you made in the past. I'm sure you felt you know some kind of regret mm-hmm. about how what like when you're making this. Not the micro decisions, but like bigger decisions. Mm-hmm. 
life-changing decisions type yes. of things. What, how, you know, what are you going through in your mind uh, or, or kind of like self-talk that you're going through to help mitigate against the fear or whatever it is that, that you, know, you struggle with? Like, what do you do to, to make a better decision? Well, I think about the good decisions I've made. I think generally from my experience, like, okay, so um, my, my business partners and I, sold, we sold a building uh, mm-hmm. this past uh, summer. Yeah. That was a big decision to, yeah. to do that, sure. um, to, to let go of that investment and move on. And, um, and, and, and we, and, and the decision is, you know, we meet and we talk about that and we talk about the pros and the cons and, I think that's a talking to my partners about that was a very good decision. That was a good, you know, airing it out, airing out everything, and, yeah. and you know, getting down to the bottom. What are we trying to achieve? Let's calibrate and make sure that we are all on the same page. That that our price that we all agree on the lowest price that we would accept. That we all, you know, all the things that you do when you're making a business decision. Yeah, um, you know, it's collaborative. Yeah. Those that decision, I. I have no regrets about that decision to sell that building at this point. It's been, you know, half a year now yeah. and uh, since the closing and, and I, I don't regret that one bit. So I feel like that was a good decision and it was done in collaboration with people I love and respect. Yeah. Uh, do do but, you, do you make a lot, do you, do you seek advice for those types of decisions? Let's say you're, you're not, you know, in, in a, in a business together or with business mm-hmm. partners, let's say this is a decision really it's based you know, for you, but mm-hmm. do you seek outside counsel uh, in, in those types of situations or, or, you know, make it a collaborative type of thing or how, how do you do that? I, I don't think I do enough. I think that I, I think that I suffer from uh, impulsive decision-making. Uh, um, uh, this maybe even an assumption that I can undo it quickly and easily. Mm. which isn't the case in, 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 business, even in my little business, it's, you know, I, um, uh, a lack of kind of a, you know, if, uh, I, I kind of lack a, a strategic plan, which is something that we should probably talk about someday. It's something. Yeah, sure. Uh, um, I think that I, you know, I think there's, a, there's a lot of distraction. There's a lot of, uh, uh, variables and a lot of a lot of interruptions that I have in my life, little you know, from the phone and all these, yeah, so many inputs that it's easy to put off decisions or just make them just to check them off the list. You yeah. know, yeah. if there were a list, <laughs> there's no, yeah. you know. So, so I would say that I'm guilty of uh, of not thinking enough and not reaching out to others for fear of bothering them for fear of insulting them if I don't take their advice for, you know, all, all these things. There's so many things that keep us from making the decision from seeking outside counsel. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just, and it's also very easy just to make the decision on your, you know, you know, on yeah, a hunch without, with, yeah, without troubling anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, that's why I really, I, I really think that that decision that I made with my business partner to sell the building was very good. It, it actually followed a very mature and uh, and logical path. So it sounds like it was very intentional. Yeah. Um, it, it, it had a multivariance of voices and ideas. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, and so it, it really created a, a much better atmosphere for um, coming to a better decision. It, it, it was beautifully put because that's exactly what that's exactly what that was. And I can say there were there are no regrets. And uh, and the process was fairly smooth. You know, and mm-hmm. and my partners, I remained aligned and remain aligned now about mm. the decision. So, uh, proud of that. Yeah, um, yeah, proud of. No, that. that's good. I mean, I, yeah. I I I I think that, you know, the whole idea of finding outside counsel or counsel or advice, I think a lot of people do it naturally. Like some people just kind mm-hmm. of grew up with that type of, um, uh, kind of mindset. Uh, yep. You know, whereas for me, I, I didn't, I never had anybody to get advice from. Really? Uh, oh no. I mean, my family wasn't there to give me advice. My mom was not, you know, my mom was like the mm-hmm. most, you think you're introverted. My mom is even more introverted than you. <laughs> like that. I mean, that's the type of person she, and she's, you know, she's, she's an excellent a, cook, excellent cook. And I mean, she's very nurturing in some ways, mm-hmm. but in other ways she's just not. And so um, I never in my house, my house was a very quiet house. Uh, you know, so 
I didn't. Wasn't know. a lot of arguing. Wasn't a lot of was there or was it was it? just there was not just, just because my mom's intro, introvert. It just wasn't much so quiet and yeah. Other than TV, you know, I would love watching TV. Right. So, <laughs> uh, it, you know, it wasn't that you know you didn't because a lot of times if you act, like with kids and parents, the parents are the ones that are kind of teaching a framework of how kids should be making decisions. Yeah. And it is often collaborative. It is often like, you know, between, you know, a mentor mentee type of kind of dynamic. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but I just never had that. So I was always um, having to make decisions on my own. Like my college experience was, I had no idea. Like I, it, mine was a split second decision. I was going to, where go, did you, what, I went to Truman me, State, Truman okay, State University. Truman State, Kirksville. Yeah. Yeah, I knew. So my, my decision was, I was never a great student. Mm -hmm. um, I went to, I started to become a better student in high school. Um, uh, and then um, just out of, I don't even know, it was, it was about it by an influence of a, of a history teacher. He was mm -hmm. a great guy. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, I was going to go to, I didn't want to go to Mizzou because I knew if I went to Mizzou, I, mm -hmm. I would probably uh, end up partying way too much. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would, I would, yes. wow, man. And then, um, I was going to go to maybe a Christian school, but I decided not to go to the school mm -hmm. because I was kind of like flirting with the, the, the uh, religion mm -hmm. at the time. And then, um, but then I ended up getting into Truman because I, I just, I, I didn't have the grades for it, but somehow I got it. And uh, so it sounds like that was, a, so it sounds like that was a process of deselection, not selection. Yeah, prob yeah probably. So but you I, looked at the options and the least, the least, at the least worst was the one you picked. Well, no, you know? I just remember going and visiting. This is the only school mm -hmm. I went to go visit. I went to go visit Truman. I go, oh, looks cool. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> it was literally the decision. Uh, I don't process. think that that's so uncommon. Really? I think I probably had that same feeling when I went to visit Cornell College. It was, uh, you know, hey, there's trees and there's land and there's <laughs> buildings and there's some red brick and there's, a, you know, uh, plaques around. It looks like what I would expect from a college or university. Sounds good to me. There's food and water. You know, it's like, I, I, you know, what what is the who who falls in love with the the college they, or who falls out of love because I mean, I, it it just seems like there's there's just what are you looking for at eighteen? What do you? I don't know. So, I mean, you, some people have very high aspirations, but you know, when you have the when you have the in between kind of people, um, it's it's hard it's hard to say. But I do think, you know, like even now with the whole, I think the whole thing mm -hmm. of, of intuition, you did say intuition. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is definitely one of the major ways I make, I make decisions um, is through this, you know, I, I feel them. Um, and, uh, and, and I think that's the case probably for most people. They make decisions by what they feel. Right. Um, right. And that's, I think that might be the same thing that I described also. I just, I, I make a decision. I quickly make the decision based on how I feel, how, yeah. you know, and, and sometimes this kind of feels liberating to make a big decision. It's like, okay, we'll just do it. You know? Well, I, 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 yeah. I don't that's know. a big decision for a kid. It is a, it's a huge decision. I mean, I don't even know, like it ended up, it ended up working out great for me. I, I, I loved Good. it. And I stayed, stayed there all four years. I yep. stayed all four years. Um, I, I, uh, and I, it's, it was just a, it ended up being a really great decision. Good. Um, yeah, but it's a lovely town. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. yeah, it was very small. I can give myself much trouble. Yeah, right. Although I, I thought, although I did manage to find trouble, um, <laughs> I almost flunked out my first year, uh, ended up, ended up getting my, getting my, you know, uh, getting myself on track and then I Good. just started crushing it. Um, uh, but right. you know, it, it, um, it was a journey. And, uh, so then now, I think that with decision making, um, I, I, so I think especially when you're older, mm -hmm. and, and I'll be curious to see what you think. I, I think that I think people don't have enough abilities to create routines in their life, and I think that the because I, now I try to 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 take away as many decisions as I can, make them automatic. Yeah. Um, and so I have my life scheduled into certain pockets of what I'm going to do. And I know right. almost exactly what I'm gonna do almost every single day. They ask me, hey, how are you doing? I mean, my, my day is pretty, you know, pretty much, or the week is pretty much the same. I have this rhythm and these are things that yeah. I don't have any many decisions. I do this at a certain time. So you eliminate the, a lot of this executive function and you just kind of turn those things into a routine. Like, you know, like people say, well, Steve Jobs always wore the same thing yeah. every day. So one less decision you had to make, why waste your executive functions on why what waste you're gonna them? wear? 
Yeah. Love. I love that. So tell this me hoodie what is what I wear every day. Great um, t-shirt. You know, a great t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't yeah. have, I don't have much in my wardrobe. Mm -hmm. I don't have much. I, I wear the same thing every day. Um, I eat pretty much the same thing every day, mm -hmm. um, except on the weekends. And, um, I, I have, uh, these times where I exercise, I have these times when I read, I, I can change mm -hmm. what I'm reading or whatever it is. Um, I have these newsletters that I like to read. I have, you know, mm -hmm. all, all these things that, that what I'm ingesting and then what mm -hmm. I'm actually, um, you know, put, putting out in the work, creating, yeah. I have a certain time where I write, um, yeah. a certain time when I'm podcasting, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. and then yeah. sometimes I have some free times in the afternoon, like well, whatever mm -hmm. I'm going to do. And then I have times of exercise, all that stuff is programmed in. And so every mm -hmm. single day of every single week, for the most part, I'm doing the same thing. But for example, this weekend, I was thinking about going to New York. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's a buddy of mine, he's moving out to Australia and he was like, you know, he's having this barbecue and he's like, hey, you, you, you know, if you can come, come. And, uh, and I thinking about what should I go, blah, blah, blah. And, and then COVID, you know, all those things. It, yeah. It, yeah. Pandemic, you know, mm -hmm. 30 hours, you know, all that of driving, you know, so all that stuff. And then eventually no I was driving. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> yes. I was going to, I wasn't going to fly. I was going to drive. Yeah. And I was like, no, I, there's no way I, I, I still have to tell him, but I, I'm not going to go. And I told him there's a lot, a good chance I'm not, but in all that, like, I think that what also made it easier is because I have this routine already. Um, and I, I think that you don't want you to break know, the routine, don't want to break the routine. Uh, and is now, that the good thing? It's a good thing. I think yeah, but like, you could frame that as a good thing or you can frame that as yeah, maybe, you can frame it as bad something, thing. a limiting factor too. Yeah. Your life is boring. Uh, but I think it's a good thing because, um, I think especially when you're, you're later in life, you're, you're, although I want to see him, I, I, my, my calculation is, is basically he's moving to Australia. I bet you in a year or two, I'm going to be in Australia and I'm going to go visit with him. So I'd rather mm -hmm. spend that 30 hours on a plane. Yeah, see him and then right. spending like a two weeks with him and hanging where out you're not all locked down and hopefully we have some of this stuff yeah. behind us I, and yeah. I, was, I spent a lot more time with him instead of actually doing mm -hmm. this in two days right. or three days and, and uh yeah and, gotcha. and barely killing almost killing myself mm -hmm. from driving so long so so anyway so that type of stuff but in this routine i go you know like it really optimizes life and, uh, and I, so do you do that? Do you have a, do you have a routine or what, what, what do you, because it I seems do. like you do. Yeah. I do have a routine. We talked about that uh, some yeah. months ago. I, I, you know, make my bed. I do, I try to, I have a limited wardrobe much like yeah. you. I think that's one of the things that we're, we're similar. Yeah. Know, I think yeah. We, we've, we've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, my life is probably a little less structured than yours. Cause I don't have a, a spouse and I don't have children and yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, but I, I do, I find myself doing the same kind of things every day and I don't stress about what I'm going to wear and I don't stress about what I'm going, I could eat the same thing, you know, over and over. And I have my exercise routine, which has been disrupted. And I think that's, you know, troubling me right now. <laughs> and, uh, but, um, but yeah, you're right. I think, I think, I think if making more efficient, those decisions and the stupid stuff, like what you're going to wear, you know, what you're going to eat. During the week, I agree, you know, is, uh, you know, just getting that in, having that, those, taking away the decisions so that your brain is fresh yeah. for the executive functions. Yeah. And I would say the same thing, you know, with work, you know, I always I said this before, I always counsel uh, my clients, you know, what, what decisions are you making that you don't need to make decisions? They're just, the data tells you what to do. The data tells you, you don't, marketing decisions, most marketing decisions don't, if you're doing the right, don't have to be made by decisions. You don't have to throw a, you know, with, you know, throw a dart at the board and make a decision that way, or you know, yeah. pick a number. Some, you know, the data tells you, you yeah. know, that if you're doing things right, the tools are out there to limit the executive functions. And really, very few of the decisions that an executive should be making are you know, they should be making very few decisions throughout the day. Exactly. You know? But those decisions should be critical. Yes, you know, they're critical decisions. I mean, and, some, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. Like, I think that some. Some CEOs, you know, and they never, they don't make, they make maybe two or three decisions a year. Yeah. You know, but those um, are critical decisions. Are critical decisions. And, and, and a lot of times if you, you know, not making a decision, making a decision invites, uh, invites potential conflict and problems. Yeah. So the fewer decisions you make, but decisions have to be made, or at least outcomes have to be sort of uh, realized. You yeah. know, you have to wear something. Yeah. You have to, you have to dress somehow. So. <laughs> The question is, does that have to be a decision? 
Yeah, it or is it just automated? Right, is it automated? Marketing, same way. If you know, you're marketing your business. Um, if you split test, if you A/B test, if you do, if you if you employ the 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 tactics of marketing the way you know in, in the modern age, the data will tell you. Yeah. The data so, will tell you. What, so what, what's, a, what's a decision you're working through right now? We can probably close on this. What, what, mm-hmm. What's the decision you're working through right now? What, what, what's your, you know, what are you thinking about? What's, what's going through your mind? Oh, um, I, think, I think a lot of it has to do with my, uh, my, my work, my, my web development. What does that mean? Business. You know, um, do I want to, do I want to, how much time do I want to spend doing this? Uh, and, and, and do I want to, do I want to throw myself into it more or do I, you know, do I want to take it more seriously or do I want to just sort of like have it as a part-time kind of a hobby business? Yep. And, uh, and I get excited about putting myself into it more. Yeah, you do. Uh, I do. And then other times I get, uh, oh. I, I get overwhelmed and frustrated and I want to throw it away. And that, <laughs> I think I've been there for quite a while now. Yes. Um, yes. Right. I go back and forth. Uh, um, I don't, that is a very difficult decision for me. I, I, unfortunately, I'm, you know, I'm in a position, maybe unfortunately, I'm in a position where I don't need, need it. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. you know, so that's, you know, it's a, that's, that can be a problem, but how, how, how much should I put into that, this business that I have, which could do pretty well. You know, I enjoy doing the work. I enjoy the, do you? I do enjoy the process. Okay. I do enjoy being the creative process. Yeah. Uh, I find it frustrating sometimes like anything else, yeah. but I do, I do enjoy it. Um, you know, I, so basically I don't really have a good answer, uh, but I think that they, I, I, I wonder, you know, it, it, this is, I'll just make my one little statement. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the waffling mm-hmm. makes is, is a statement. It says something um, because I, I think that, you know, why not spend the rest of your life doing man i love this i yeah. want speaking of feelings like i want to do this i, I love that idea you know that's I, the I, type I, of thing i i don't have you don't that. have that you need to have that you need to you know it's not if i had a terrific novel idea if i if i wanted to build the better mousetrap if i had you know and i i know what it's like to be inspired i know what it's like to have this drive i know what it's like to just have that focus and just like, okay, this is what I've, I've experienced it in my life. It's not that I've never had it before. I don't have it right now. Mm. I can't manufacture it. I don't think I can. Um, I, uh, I have to do something. And uh, this, this is, you know, this checks most of the boxes, but yeah. you're right. You know, if I had, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I really, you know, you know they, we, it, they're more like movie tropes or char- characters where, um, the person is like mentally ill and they're obsessed with this idea. Maybe it's a conspiracy theory or some yeah. kind of, uh, you know, uh, they're just obsessed with it. You know, they're often a character in a movie and, uh, and, and they're kind of a comic character. I, I kind of, I kind of uh, envy that a little. Like envy people, what? Envy the, the, the crazy drive that some people have oh. for their ideas. You know, they're, whether they're perennial. Jobs kind of. Or people like, you know, like, you know, they become obsessed. They they come up. They become obsessed with something that is seems crazy. And they, you know, they they have this. They wake up. They have this purpose. You know, and yeah. and and that to me, I love that feeling. I don't have that right now. Do you have that? I do. I, I feel that way about. Um, I feel that way about writing. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I love that. I love writing. I feel like that's yeah. exactly what I should be doing. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, I, I do struggle with other aspects of it. Um, but, but I think that as far as decisions for, you know, part one thing I would say for, for decisions, I think that if you are able to figure out what you want to do for a decade or two, mm-hmm. like you really love doing something that is yeah. a huge, uh, you know, that's a huge shortcut or, um, it's a you know, gift. It's a gift. gift. Yeah. It's I mean, gift. but you, I think you, you do that. know, I think you do know for me, I, I took, took me time to figure that out. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to do two things. I wanted to write and I wanted to invest. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still, I still go, I don't get me wrong. I waffle. I, I look, yeah. I'm an, I'm an opportunist. I see something yeah. I go, Oh, that, that seems cool. I yeah. could do that. You yeah. know? And, uh, and I, when it gets down to it, I'm like, those are two, there are two things I want to do. And, and, and when I have like little slices in here, I think the podcast yeah. is part of that too. Yeah. But I think yeah. that, writing and investing like 
I love those things. And, and so writing is, is such a blast for me. And, and although I don't, sometimes I don't know what I want to write. Well, so all the decisions that you, so you've made, you, there are many things that you have a passion for, yeah. but you selected writing. I selected that. Well, I think I selected me. Um, it, I, 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 I started doing, just trying things out and mm -hmm. it, I started becoming, you know, I, I was able to, what, what are they? Uh, I was able to get into this focused work. I was able to get into a flow and, um, and, and that flow, that, that ability to just kind of lose myself into the work. I've never really experienced that except in writing and sometimes in certain tasks, like, you know, doing things, but most of the mm -hmm. time it's writing and creating something, uh, that, that, that has that, that power over me. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's what I found. I feel like, what do I want to do for the you know, next, you know, whatever 40 years of my life, if, if Lord willing, mm -hmm. I get that I want to write. Um, right. and so I bet you, I think you know what it is. I, I think, I think, or you, you, I don't think you've tried enough things, hmm. uh, to actually do it. Like we've talked about, you know, I it's think funny because I think people will look at me and they think you've done a lot of things. And I've, 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 I've I don't think you really, I think you have done many things for sure. Well, I think that's a, that's a, yeah, I, I, that's something we should talk about. That is, talk about, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. But so, but the decision to write selected you, it decided selected writing, me, but, but decided. it was through experimentation. Mm -hmm. And I just tried a bunch of things. I'm when I was, I was burning out basically in my, in, in my work, in my company. And, uh, I, I was just, I was depressed. I think that's what it was. And I just started trying things, doing yeah. things and, uh, writing just happened to be one of them. And, and I really yeah. sucked. And then I really started going, like trying it some more and it just kind of, I selected me. Yeah. Um, I just I, saw one of your, uh, posts you just wrote for your business today. Oh yeah. Just yeah, yeah I, just sent it up. I just I, got it. I just, I have to, I have to check it out. And I think that that's what people need to do is like, you know, I don't know what it is. It could be anything for you, but try that experimentation is, is a huge part of that. Uh, a big the decision that I was making, I don't know if I have any big decisions. The, the biggest decision probably was whether or not I was going to go to uh, New York or New Jersey mm -hmm. uh, this mm -hmm. weekend. Yeah. And I just kind of explained, um, you know, my, my rationale through that. Um, but I think, you know, for me, it's, it's um, you know, right now is that is, is something, you know, is this something that's really critical that I need to do or not, but most things aren't. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, um, you know, so probably most things I, I say no to, mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, the, some things when I say yes to is, well, sometimes I just like it. I want to do it. Yeah. Um, but I would say like, you know, especially at our age right now, like I, if we're not saying no to most things, I don't know. Like, I think, yeah. we, I think we should that's be saying point. no to more. You know, we say no, we say yes to too many things. Like that's why people end up being so busy. Oh, I think when, and I think when all this lockdown ends, it's going to be real very stressful for me. <laughs> I'm going to be, because I I'm introverted and uh, you know, when the, when the parties and meeting people and getting together, it's, I, 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 I also, my, my table manners have gone to hell. I can't, I, I are you picking your toenails while, while, oh yeah, I'm just like, I, Bare, like elbows are everywhere. So yeah, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get used to that. But uh, you're right. I think if you're not saying no to most things, your life isn't really your own. No. And and uh, you're 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 giving up a lot of your 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 so your power. Yes. Uh, good. All right. Well, been good talking. And good. Uh, next week we'll uh, you know we're gonna write a blog post. You writing the blog post? I think so. Write a blog post. Yeah, yeah. I can write one for this week. Okay. I don't yeah. want to push you and make a decision. <laughs> Think about that. That's what you have to do. You got to say no to most things. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Next week, we'll next uh, week we'll pick up and uh, have a good one. You too, buddy. I'll text you later. I know. <laughs>